Hi guys! Hi guys! She's the popcorn junkies. Hiya! Popcorn junkies, and we're here to review Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Of Madness. What a title. I mean, when they sat down and came up with that, they weren't afraid, were they, of a really long title? That doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, obviously starring Benedict. Cumberpatch. Cucumber Patch. Elizabeth Olsen. I can't remember. Uh, and a whole host <laughs> of other stars in there. We didn't expect John Krasinski, Patrick Stewart. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Say it. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Chiwetel Ejiofor. I know you're a big fan of the old multiverse concept, aren't you, Eddie? Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> because you well, like the idea that it's a bit hallucinatory, isn't it? It's a bit trippy. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit yeah, kind yeah. of like can go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's more why I loved um, Doctor Strange as a film, because it was very like trippy and there was yeah. the. I just liked the way that they used the CGI and stuff. So I was really excited about this one because I just loved all that yeah. stuff. It was very Tibetan y, I remember the first one, Tilda Swinton and all that. And uh, sort of martial yeah. arts flavour. We, we were all so staggeringly shocked and surprised because I was expecting Doctor Strange to be a bit, hmm. And I think, to be honest, I don't think of Benedict Cumberbatch as a natural superhero. He absolutely isn't. Why is that one? Because <laughs> he's so academic looking. Yeah, isn't yeah. It? he's used to be a doctor or a lawyer. Yeah, he looks like he should have been well, a lawyer. I mean, Doctor Strange was a doctor. That is oh, very true. true. Okay. Maybe it's good casting. Um, okay, so this film starts in a, with a scene where we we basically were introduced introduced to a type of Doctor Strange. <clears throat> who's in, in the, the middle of a dream. Well, in the middle of a dream or just in the middle of a multiverse. Yeah. Uh, fighting to rescue a young character called America Chavez or Chavez. Yes. What did we think of the opening? Um, I it didn't it didn't it didn't yeah. capture me. No. Um, I I just felt like it looked a bit it just looked a bit naff for me. I felt like with that first sequence that I was watching more of like a Marvel TV show rather than like a movie worthy. Yeah, I agree. Film. My heart yeah. sank a bit. Yeah, and I just because I felt like the way America was styled in it and stuff like obviously. I know there will be people that know like more of the like mm. details and stuff of the storyline. Apparently she's a relatively new LGBTQ plus character. And I, once I found that out, I thought how dry to have given her the costume and outfit that she had. Yeah, it was weird. And I just, she just looked a bit like she'd come from a Disney plus show for me and it just didn't fit well that. enough. And yeah, so I wasn't sold with the first sequence at all. And also- And we, I've been really excited about the film as well. So uh, I was just sat there like, uh oh. Did you get a moment where you just- Yeah, I was just like, oh, uh, just to warn people, persevere. Because... Who's persevere? <laughs> well, it starts in the multiverse where they're jumping from thing to thing. And I, I have to confess, I have to... I really struggle. It's like I never liked the film Tron that came out years ago. When you're asked to believe that these characters are in an entirely CGI'd landscape, so when they were jumping from bits of whatever into whatever and there's rocks, and I find all of that really hard to go with or believe because yeah, yeah. it's too fantastical. Like, I, I think that works. I just, don't, I just don't think that that's what they should have started with. I agree. Yeah. I think it's a really bad start. I'm not a big CGI fan, but I've always loved the CGI in Marvel films mm. and most superhero films just because, I mean, a lot of money's gone into them, so it, 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 it looks really good, watch, you know, yeah. but yeah. I just... Like, especially that sequence, I was just like, the CGI, I didn't know if it was just me. But Are we talking like, now about the octopus scene? No, I'm, I'm talking about the Oh, right, scene. yeah, yeah, yeah. The CGI just wasn't great. No, it like, wasn't. Really uh, wasn't. It, th there were points where the, you could see that they weren't actually looking at the thing, the thing. like, very obviously. So, yeah, yeah, mm. it just wasn't, it wasn't great. And it was especially not great for a first sequence. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then the second sequence was crashing into sort of also generic city, yeah, uh, with uh, sort of octopus flying around with an eyeball, which to me, felt like they got pissed off with James Gunn 
who directed Suicide Squad, because he had a giant starfish with him. Oh, yeah, Yeah, that was funny, though. That That was funny, but it was like, hang on, we're going to have something with a great big eyeball in the middle. And then we had, and I have to say that. That CGI was, in my opinion, like awful. It was some of the worst CGI I think I've ever seen in my life. And, you know, it seems a bit, why are we banging on about CGI? Because that's what these scenes are dependent on. Most of these films are CGI. So if you're going to be using that much CGI, then. You should be Weird that sure they front-loaded it, but also front-loading it with really quite average. So I, like you, I was struggling to believe the drama mm. that was going on, and I got, I was quite quickly irritated by the fact that our character was called America. So whenever <laughs> they confused me at yeah. first, yeah. yeah. So whenever they said we've got to rescue America, America. Yeah. Like, what is this? Or she metaphor? takes America. I was like, yeah. Oh, no, I didn't realise this was. Yeah, I didn't realise this was America's, a national invasion. Take America's power. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we mustn't forget to, to say that it's directed by Sam Raimi, Raimi, who. Right. Uh, directed uh, three of the original Spider-Man films. Um, he directed the Evil Dead films. He directed a brilliant, there's a brilliant little niche film that I'd forgotten about when I was looking up what he'd done, called A Simple Plan. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah. Such a good film. That's Check it out with Billy really Bob Thornton, yeah. I think, you know, it's, yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. Without getting into the nuanced details of it, there are loads of different Earths. There are loads of different Doctor Strangers. There's, God forbid, a Doctor Strange out there with a ponytail. Um, <laughs> there's, um, and they're traveling between them. And this girl, America, her superhero, power is to be able to easily make them pass between multiverses yeah, yeah. and then she can't control it which so she can't control that's right she's scared. and what i realize in retrospect is, is the reason she's important is that wandavision elizabeth olsen scarlet witch who as we know from wandavision has gone through the trauma of losing vision, vision and <laughs> potentially Something. having lost children she's never had in yeah, a sense because yeah. they're a construct uh, she sees this america woman as an opportunity for her to use to get back to her kids to her kids yeah Yeah. i lost kids and for me i thought i don't know what you thought what do you think what what are your takes on elizabeth olsen and her character are you as soon as she was i liked her presence in this film i thought she was very good yeah she was was. um her character is definitely a character that has developed a Mm. lot over the you hated her accent at first didn't you yeah her accent when she was when she first got that role was not great yeah she's definitely a character that has developed more and i've liked more over Mm. time like one division because I, I never really thought of her character or Vision much, like no. in the Marvel universe, like in the Avengers and stuff. Like yeah, they were yes. there, but I didn't really care that much yeah. about them. But after watching One Division, like that really did a good job. Yeah, especially with her character, just because mm. I, she's just really heartbreaking. Her character, and also for me, her character is is shot through with that wonderful quote that we found yesterday that Vision says, which is, "What is it? Grief is love persevering." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know. So she's in a state of grief. She's a flawed character, and I think these superhero films are at their best when you're dealing with the kind of, that's what I thought was so good about WandaVision, you're dealing with trauma, you're dealing with grief, yeah. you're dealing with a, a longing, a maternal longing. And I thought she brought within a very, I'm gonna have to say it sort of up front, I thought it was a very disjointed film. I, I, I mean, I thought it was yeah. kind of, and in a sense, it's subject, even the title kind of earmarks that, because you're thinking, right, multiverse of madness, this is gonna go madly <laughs> ricocheting was, everywhere, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So what are your thoughts, Mum, about Elizabeth Olsen? I thought she was good. I thought um, but you have you, you whenever I mention her, you say mm, I don't know if you're right. Well, I, I, I thought it was her film worth. I thought it should have been Benedict's. Should have been Benedict's. Yeah. Why? Um, well, because it's, because it's Doctor Strange, and because yeah. I felt that she was given more screen time than she maybe deserved. And and at the end of the day, it was a lot of red fog and black fog. And um, yeah. I'm but no, just... she was good at, at marshalling it all. I mm. thought. I, I in a weird way, I thought her emotional arc around her lost kids mm. wanting to be with them 
was infinitely stronger than Benedict Cumberbatch's arc with Rachel McAdams, his love interest, yeah. and all of that. I mean, I think you're right. If you want to go with the, if, if, if the, if the definition of what the film should have been is in the title, then yes, obviously, Doctor Strange should have been in it more. But the thing that made this, that saved yeah, this film for yeah. me... Was her. Was her. And was her the storyline. Yeah. yeah, and her storyline. I found it was where there, there was no emotional depth to this film whatsoever, apart no. from around her character. Well, no, no, that's true. And, and especially on reflection, I would say that was true as well. So Benedict's um, working with stops off to convince us about a yeah. love affair that could we give it... Uh, to be fair, any, any criticisms that I have of the film, I don't think are Benedict's fault. I think no. he did really no, well. No, 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 yeah, oh yeah, he does. Yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was just a lot of flaws in, not even the script, but just the storyline, like just the way it was put together. Yeah. And that, the way it was edited, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Well, you've hit the nail on the head with the word disjointed. I mean, it was as disjointed as... Well, was it you who said it felt like scenes would start and they'd almost lose interest, interest. in themselves? And then... And then cut and pull out. And then and go I do, to completely different subjects. And I do think that this... I mean, weirdly, it's Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, which kind of introduces concept. And when I think back to that Spider-Verse thing in that animated, you know, the animated Spider-Man film, they did such a clever, clever job of making it complex but understandable yeah. and believable. Whereas what I felt in this film was they had no concept of what the structure of the story should be. And what they kept doing was use, leaning on the multiverse concept to just be able to cut wherever the fuck they wanted to cut. Yeah, to. that's exactly what And so that it wasn't really yeah, driven no. by story or emotion. It was just like, oh, well, let's cut all the way back to the cliff where, you yes. know, WandaVision is kind of, you know, cross-legged, incanting, yeah. you know. Yeah. Got no yeah. And introduce another character. Absolutely. Which, which... What did we think of America? She just kept running around with a backpack on. Yeah, I felt for her because I think she, like, mm. the girl herself, the yeah, actress, yeah. that's a big thing to take on. Yeah, I think massive. she did really well considering what she was given. I just don't think her... Actual character was written very no. well. No, what did you I think? Like, you thought she was a, a cipher, didn't you? Or something? Well, yeah. I mean, that's why she was there. I suppose she's Mexican, isn't she? Looking at the name mm. again. But um, no, I just found found her little <laughs> and irritating. Just like you. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like someone I know. <laughs> no, I know. I, I just didn't really believe that the way it was pivoting all around her. I just, I, I don't know. I, found, I, I found it a little irritating. I also didn't kind of believe that he would have such a soft spot for. Her. An annoying little girl. Yeah. His character yeah. doesn't give me those yeah. kind of vibes. And also, we saw no sense of investment in that, so we had no backstory. So we, I, yeah. we didn't, we hadn't invested oh, in their friendship. Died, right? Maybe it was about. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were given that, weren't we? Yeah. 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 Was information. Yeah. So I felt like, I mean, obviously, you've got like Benedict Wong was in there playing, you know, his erstwhile sort of monk assistant. I, I forget so what his, yeah. Yeah, I forgot what yeah. the character's name is. He's always good. He's, you know, you're always begging for him to appear because he, he, there's a kind of bit of a comic moment. Yeah. I think Benedict's very good at the very droll, dry humour. Yeah. I mean, there were a couple of lines in there which I thought were pretty good. Yeah. yeah. No, he was really. Good. I thought he was really good in that. Yeah, I mean, he had his one about, you know, the ponytail. There's, oh, God, there's one of me out there with a ponytail. And he had a brilliant line later in the film where he says, you know, uh, you're going to have to do, what is it? If you want to kill me, you're going to have to you do have more. You have to do a lot more than kill me to kill me. You're going to have yeah, to do a lot more yeah, to kill yeah, me than yeah. kill me. And I love supernatural stuff, so I, I started to, I warmed to it much more at right. the end. I liked it when they were the village, not the village. You found it confusing as well. Oh, totally. Incredibly confused. There was a particularly confusing moment where lots of Marvel fans were kind of shrieking with joy and applauding with, with the Illuminati. The Illuminati. What did that you make whole... of it? What did you think of that? It was like we were on a bazaar. It's like we'd eaten mushrooms. Well, they <laughs> well the whole film was a bit like that. Yeah, too, but even John Krasinski's head was enormous. They brought them out and then after five minutes they killed them all. Really? Yes. Yeah. That's the issue. Patrick yeah. Stewart came out looking Patrick Stewart looked. Gave, gave us a wink. 
Jefferson yeah. Winkin was in some sort of car. Oh, yeah, but you look like the front of a Ford Cortina. His wheelchair looked ridiculous, and was, it was yellow. Yeah, what was it? was like he was in Herbie. Do you remember that yeah. car with Herbie? The... And I really hated the robots. The oh. robots, the robots they, were, they looked like old fellow. I was watching a film from the 70s. Oh, that was so bad. That was the thing, was that they sort of... That's <laughs> sorry. We, we all said that they seem to have just what? No, things sorry. up and then not. Yeah, you're right. They introduced all this great. This was like the. Nan said it, it felt like loads of. You said it felt like loads of celebrities had gone up to the director and was like, <laughs> "Did you just pop us in there?" Pop for us in there, love. Yeah, yeah. Can you just pop us in just there, love? Minutes. Yeah, Patrick Stewart didn't. He said in an interview. I just saw an interview with him okay. where he said something along the lines of, "I wasn't too convinced about doing it because I was confused as to why." <laughs> oh, oh, weren't we all? <laughs> he looks when he looks into camera. There's a moment where he, the <laughs> white bit. And he goes, "Yeah, well, where the fuck am I going?" So and then he puts confused. his hand in to help. And this, <laughs> and this, and, this, and then his head just goes. <laughs> His neck just gets... Stuck. But when he puts his oh, hand into helper in the box and she's... It was like sort of... It's really weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, as if that man who looked at 180 could pull water out of a thing... I mean, he could barely walk, Mark. So that's Professor X, Xavier. Um, Xavier. Xavier. I have to say, I have to say, one of the characters that I'm fascinated by is the man with the... What's it called when you hit the fork? Tuning fork. It's like, I'm not to a man who's got a fork on his it's head. A, yeah. <laughs> it's a tuning fork. I, sorry, yeah, and I was um, I was laughing because actually what happens is when his mouth's zipped up, yeah, his whisper is so loud it blows. His mouth. Yeah, it you so think loud. about that. It's really funny. That's quite inventive. Yeah, it's not. I mean, funny. Where, where these? Excuse my language. F U C K. Did they come from the Illuminati? Because they'd entered so another world. It yeah, was world six two six. So I guess it was like their Earth version of the thing. Well, they were very ineffectual. I guess it was their version yes. in that universe of, of the Avengers. Of the, of the oh, Avengers. Okay. And so, they all said that they weren't scared of what of Wanda the Witch, and then they suddenly found that they were all killed by Wanda <laughs> They all died yeah. so quick. I mean, I, I was shocked and surprised that the villain of the piece was uh, Scarlet Witch. I didn't think that was going to happen Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, didn't you? I and apparently lots of people who are fans of her characters aren't ha of her character aren't happy about this. But I, no. I am. I think... I think, I think... No, because it was like... Oh, why it, not? Yeah, I mean, I don't really get that at all because it's not like she was just painted as like an evil no. villain. Like she's clearly a good person who's yeah. been driven to this, and we see that resolve at the end as well. Mm. So yeah, she would just, just be reasonable. She would just be reasonable. I mean, it got... I, mean, I mean, most villains like have something awful that happened for them to become horrible. Yeah. They're not actually yeah, horrible. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So. I think it's really rich that they made her. Yeah, I do. So I thought I thought she was. A, I think it was brilliantly. I thought that, in a sense, was its cleverest counterintuitive step. Yeah. Was the fact that the the thing he was fighting against, and they were all fighting against, was actually a character that we all have developed a fondness for, and and that we like, and that actually her malevolence and her evil intent was still born of quite a worthy thing for her. It was yeah, born of wanting yeah. to be with the children. It wasn't yeah. actually, thank God, it wasn't wanting to destroy the world and yeah, take everyone with me and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. We've, had, we've had a lot of that. I have to say that most of these superhero films, well, all of them, they ask you to suspend, you know, your belief. Yeah. But with this one, I found not only was I having to suspend, I was suspending it every 10 seconds yeah. because yeah. I just didn't know where we were going to go. There were some lovely, 